Hello everyone, it's Saturday, June 3rd. Welcome to Pop Goes the Girls, where we, two sisters born a decade apart, take a foray through our respective journeys through pop culture. I'm Daisy Kosh. And I'm Chelsea Davidson. This episode is not sponsored by Crisper's Dill Pickle Flavor, despite the fact that we will be eating them for the entirety of this episode. See, see, I don't know if that's true, because I've never had them, and I might not be eating them the whole episode. I'm sure you will. You're a fan. You're a fan. Well, I, you guys, we both, we both like dill pickle. I do. But I'm a sucker specifically for like an intense dill because when you have like an intense dill pickle flavor. (laughs) My mind is so so perverted. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Of course. I love an intense dill. Well, I didn't say I love an intense pickle, but that's where you went. Um, But I like, (sighs) I like when you actually have flavor to what you're eating. All right, let's get this And crispers, you know, it fits the bill. So this week is Justin Long week in honor of the actor's birthday, and each week we talk about pop culture artifacts that shaped us and why they're memorable to us. This isn't an intense dill. I've just had one. Well, then you found the one that is not it's, intense. It's not very intense. It's more crisper, like, like. Well, crunch, then you crunch, found crunch. one that didn't have a lot of stuff on it. Okay, find, find me a good oh, one. Though. Okay. Um, and normally we would also Sorry, what ha- week is it? Okay. <laughs> Normally, we'd also have a fan theory fight club where we argue the merits or detriments of some of the fan theories out there surrounding interpreting different pop culture items. However, this week, we don't actually have a fan theory fight club. We have two rounds of Twist the Sister. That's right. Two rounds. Very different movies. Yeah. And as you know, it's when one of us loves something that the other hates or simply knows nothing about. And then we open it up to a poll for you, our lovely listeners, to decide which sister is right. And... You and know, you get to decide twice. Two it, polls this Yeah, week. you get two different polls this week. It's too much potato. I'm not oh, getting any big dill. Big whiny baby. Come on. Give me a truck. I'll find me one. All right, start me off. What's, what's our... Here you go. Is this a good one? one? Yeah, try that one. It looks good to me. Anyway. Okay. So, to start it off, our pop culture artifact for Justin Long Week is dodgeball. Yeah, um, shouldn't we, like, learn by dodging balls that are thrown at us, or... That's what this sack of wrenches is for. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. What? Any other questions? You insist on me calling it the whole name, which is Dodgeball, a true underdog story. It's a true underdog story. I just call it Dodgeball, and any normal person who's seen it just calls it Dodgeball, because that's what you see. Dip, duck, dive, and dodge. No, I missed one. Dip, duck. Dodge, dip, duck, and... No, it's dodge, dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge. That's it. No. You know what? You're freaking up the order, (laughs) and it's really bothering me, because I can, like, hear the line in my head, but every time you say another word, it's messing with... D's in my head because it's messing with the D's in your head. Yeah. You got a anyway, problem with all these D's? So you want some more intense? So dough? dodgeball. Um, <laughs> how old were you when you watched dodgeball? Uh, I saw it in the theater. So when would when would that be? When did it come out? Um, I don't know. Is, is it a two thousand three movie? I'm I think. Not sure. So you would have been what twelve? Ish. What? Sorry, I'm trying to look up dodgeball. <laughs> So it was a 2004 movie, so that so would have been 13. 13, yeah. Ish. Yeah, 13. I didn't see it in the theaters, because I was a bambino. 
a wee sprout. Yeah, you would have been four. So, <laughs> not even, because it um, came out before your birthday. I probably watched it a little later. Whenever you bought the DVD, which I'm sure was probably within a year or two of its release. Oh. So let's say, I w let's say probably I was seven. Well, I think that's a safe thing to say. That I probably watched when I was seven. Because we watched stuff that we shouldn't have watched when we... I mean, you younger. watched a lot of stuff you shouldn't have watched because I was 13. Yeah. And you were four. So And I'd walk into your room and, like, American Pie would be on. Or I'd watch something just on the big TV in the mm. living room and you would just happen to watch well, it. Well, that's how I saw Hostel. You were watching that with our uncle at the time. And I came in and I just saw a guy getting his hand stabbed as he reached for you a credit card. You always talk about this. And the thing is, you then turn around and you're like, you're the reason I saw all these depraved things. I'm like, no, you are the reason. Lee, Lee, don't come in the room. You're not to it's, come in the oh, room. Oh, I'm sorry. It's my fault that I walked around in my own home. You know what? Curse me. Five-year-old me. Curse me. Anyway. It's um, not my job. Not my job. Dodgeball is a story of basically two rival gyms. You have Ben Stiller's Globo Gym, which is this, like, huge building. Just takes up a load of, of gym nowadays, it's your big gym. Mm -hmm. and like glass walls it's like an LA fitness top of the but, line but taller sure. um yeah. yeah uh anyway you that's his gym and then you have Vince Vaughn he has Average Joe's which looks basically like an abandoned factory from the 50s Very that they put gym equipment in bargain basement kind of thing. yeah it's yeah. it's you know you know red brick parking you got to park on the side of the street and just walk in you don't have a special spot there's not a real parking lot. Nothing. Well, um, the gym isn't doing too well. Average Joe's isn't. They're well, about to, to they can't pay their mortgage. Yeah, they they have to pay fifty thousand dollars at the end of thirty days, or mm -hmm. they lose the gym. Mm -hmm. Because next door, Globo Gym wants to buy it and just rip it apart and put in a giant parking. I think thing. A parking lot, I think, like, or parking garage. Yeah, like a parking garage for all of the customers of Globo Gym. That's what they want to do. So, um, they try a car wash, not, not very good, kind of creepy, doesn't it, work yeah, out. Yeah, hold on, it's a very ragtag group. Yeah, and like you, very you unique personalities, funny, a little rude. Yeah, it's, it's Steven Root, so anybody who's seen, uh, Barry, it's, it's Steven Root from Barry. Uh, mm. I'm trying to think of what his name is in Barry, but if you've seen Barry, you know Steven Root. Oh, he's also the guy from Office Space with the red stapler that he loves so much. That's Steven Root. So you can kind of get a picture of what the kind of group is that you're dealing with at this point. So, um, And Justin Long. Yeah. Yeah, and Justin Long is one of them. Most importantly, because of it being Justin Long week, Justin Long is in the movie. Um, he plays like a, a high schooler who wants to get fit so that he can be on the cheerleading team because you're cool if you're on the cheerleading team. Can I have a sip of your drink? I've, I've mm, I'll think about it. Got too much of a potato mouth. Okay, tomorrow. now I've given it a thought. You can have some. Okay, why? Well, thank you for your generosity. I know. I'm so kind. Go on. Sorry for the interruption. Um, so he wants to be fit because he has a crush on the girl who's like the head cheerleader. But in addition to that, he wants to be cool, so he wants to be a guy cheerleader. So he's there to get fit. <laughs> you have another guy who kind of uh, cleans the towels there and exercises when he can. Another one. He's trying to uh, find his love match and trying to stay fit at the same time. Another one is a dad of two young kids, recently uh, married to, like, a mail-order bride. He wants to be fit and healthy as he ages. Uh, you've got a guy who thinks he's a pirate. Like, the, it's very unique people, as you oh can imagine. Oh, my God. Steve I, the Pirate. I forgot about Steve. I love Steve the Pirate. Grr. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah. That's how much you love him. You forgot uh, he was in it. Yeah, but he's my favorite character when I'm watching it. Yeah. Yeah. 
I love Steve the Pirate. Anyway, um, but uh, more importantly, uh, they decide, because they can't get this money together any other way, they're going to try to be in a, a dodgeball, dodgeball league. Tournament. A dodgeball league that is not mainstream in any way, as you can imagine. For the prize money. Because the prize money is $50,000. Um, Isn't that convenient? Yeah. <laughs> exactly the amount they need. Yeah, it, it's not sixty grand. it's not a hundred grand. it's not half a million, it's $50,000. 50, yeah. Which is not that shocking, considering it's an, it's an amateur, well, not an amateur league, but a, not a well-known league. Yeah. You can tell they're not shelling out the big bucks for people to watch a dodgeball tournament. Um, so they uh, initially don't get through, but then they have a coach named Patches O'Houlihan, who's supposed to be <laughs> Hank Azaria from, like, the 60s, and now he's, what's his name, Rip Torn? What's his name? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Who passed uh, in the last year? Recently, very yeah. recently. Yeah. Um, he is he's going aged, to coach them. He, he went from being, like, a thriving coach to, like, like imagine Hank Azaria, like, old. bulked up Hank Azaria, and then, you know, add 50 years, and all of a sudden, he's in a wheelchair, and it's ripped yeah. torn. But he's still you know, an line asshole. Up, he's still, yeah, he's That's, still the so same funny. level of, like, drill sergeant. Yeah. Without any of the, like, cachet to have. Yeah, he, he can't show them how to do any of the moves. He will just yell at them until they do what he wants. And throw things at them. Yes. More well, he says, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, and proceeds <laughs> to throw tools at them. <laughs> As they try to catch a ball and avoid being hit at the same time. I feel like this movie did... Okay, so not that any of these sports really needed to, to grow or anything, but... Don't Ricky... did. Yeah, okay, hold on. Ricky Bobby, or Ricky, yeah, Ricky Bobby, that was the Talladega Nights. And that movie was, like, kind of brought to people who weren't that interested. There's lots of people that are interested in racing, but those that weren't interested in racing, they became interested... Because it was just a thing at the time, and they really liked the movie, yeah. right? Dodgeball, a little different, because there's not nearly as much of a fan base for dodgeball, mm -hmm. except for, you know, like, high schoolers and and, yeah. and anyone who's in gym class, basically. Yeah, I loved dodgeball when I was in school. Me too. I, and it was so when I when I watched the movie, because when you're in dodgeball and you actually dodge a ball, you feel like you could walk on a maybe cloud. We, maybe we were more athletic than we thought we were, oh, that we were I know I was athletic. Not, I'm not, okay, fine. Maybe <laughs> I was more athletic than I thought I was, because I loved dodgeball as well. It was one of my favorite things. Yeah. I really loved playing well, dodgeball. Well, I think it's the fact that anyone can win dodgeball. You can, If you catch a ball, you get a member back on your team. If it's you, a true if you, underdog yeah, story. If, if you dodge a ball, you know that's like a, a point to you, even though like it doesn't really do anything for the game. You're like, yay! I didn't, I didn't, I'm not out. And then if you get hit and you're on the bench, you always have the opportunity to get back in. Which with other sports, sometimes that's not the case. Once yeah. you're out, you're out. Yeah. And dodgeball's not like that. Dodgeball, you could go from being on the bench to, to being back up the great really equalizer. quick, which is why it's you know a true underdog story in the movie. Anyway, they play dodgeball, they go through all the rounds, then they get to the finals. Okay, don't ruin the movie. They, they get to the finals. They get the point. They get the point. You know, are they going to win the money or are they not going to win the Stiller's money? And Ben an asshole the entire yes. time. Yes. Oh my god. One of the funniest things, I watched the blooper reel for this recently, and you know how he goes up to her door, you know, the real, his real life wife at the time. Yeah, they're not married anymore, but yes. Yeah. At the time they at were. At the time they were married. Well, in this, she's like Christine repul Taylor, I think her name yes. is. Yes. She's like repulsed by him. She's also in The Wedding Singer. Love yes. her in The Wedding Singer. Yeah. She is so repulsed by him, and he shows up, and he's like, oh, playing hard to get, huh? You like freaky stuff, huh? You know, freaky naughty. And you want to, like, hit him because he's acting so cringy and gross. Mm -hmm. 
But it's so funny when you watch the blooper reel for it, every time he tries to do the faces that he's doing for the whole freaking naughty, he cracks up laughing and it makes you laugh because you're like, how would you even get through that yourself if you tried to be this dickhead guy? In front of it's your It's so wife. hard yeah. to do that normally when you're trying to be a dick and then you have to do it and get paid for it. So it must have been hard for him. Oh, yeah. But... It must be hard to make those big bucks making a face. Yeah. Oh, the tragedy, the tragedy. Anyway, <laughs> can you tell I have no? Um, I have no. Chelsea's not going to marry an actor anytime <laughs> soon, or freak out over one. Clearly, I have no sympathy for Ben Stiller's strife. Yeah. <laughs> what a dick, Charles. Sorry about that. Um. Oh, God. Anyway, I I love it. I love the Justin Long. Why? He has Why a, do you love it? He has. Well, I like I like sports in general, so it was already like had a leg up for me when I was growing up. But I also like that it was funny and it was. It wasn't as rude as some things that you see, like a lot of Judd Apatow movies and stuff no. like that. Those tend to be a bit more full of, it's, like, rude joke after yeah. rude joke after rude joke. This was something where you had, like, one rude character while the rest of them were just trying to get through life. I don't agree with that, but uh, but good enough. Yeah. Um, but they're also adults, so, like, it wasn't yeah. too clean to feel like you're watching something that a church would run. But it's not too dirty that you know only dumbass teenagers, specifically like boy partiers. Excuse me. What am I? A boy partying dumbass teenager? Because I love movies like that. I love these stupid, gross out comedies. Yeah. Too much swearing and. I don't. I. I. Whenever I see them, I think that you'll understand. Like in American Pie. In American Pie, you know how Stifler is. That's, I love Stifler. That's the demographic I imagine when they make some of these movies. Like, I it's love just stupid, stupid childish jokes. You know, an F word every other word. Oh, I just, I can't get through it. We're going to have to talk about it. the American Pie series at some point. We're going to have to do a series I don't feel episode. like we need to. We but will. if you want to, I I'm love, sure it'll happen. I love the American Pie series so much. And Stifler is great. Stifler oh, I, is constantly I, great. No. <laughs> no. You could see this is something that's going to lead into a Twisted yeah. Sister segment at some point. <laughs> but with, with that being God. said, I liked it. I thought it was funny. I thought it was not necessarily risque, but risque for the age that I was. I liked the sports. Yeah, it was just like a perfect combination for me when I was growing up. I love the the team. I love the yeah. underdog team. That's the, what the I love. The ensemble of unique personalities. That's exactly what I love. Yeah. I love Rip Torn. I think mm. he's fantastic playing the old ass yeah. bitch, just mean as fuck, really. Yeah. And I love him. I watched this with Granddad. Granddad was getting a kick out of some of the stuff he was oh saying. Oh my god, it was so funny. And and I love Justin the, Long's character, yeah. the sheepish. I like that he has his own storyline within it, which is why we could they use all do. it so well. They all have a storyline. That's not necessarily true. They some of them are weaker than others, but they all yeah. have a storyline. Steve um, the pirate. <laughs> Steve the pirate doesn't have. A huge storyline. His storyline is that he's Byron. Yeah, and but then... But he has, he has a whole arc that I don't want to get into, but yeah. something happens, and... But, yeah. um... It's rough for Steve. Justin Long's whole... Because of how young Justin Long looked for about 20 years of his life, he could play a teenager so believably, too. I haven't seen Justin Long in... in Trust a me, very he only looks time. five years older than he did back in 2004. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Um... But so I, he's, he's I liked Paul his storyline. He's got a case of the Paul Rudd syndrome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a few celebrities that you're like, they're never going to age, are they? Yeah. they I, I call it reverse Steve look. Martin. I call it reverse Steve Martin because Steve Martin turned about 60 when he was 30. And now he's yeah. looked now he's looked 60 for about 60 years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Because he, he, I mean, there's different. He grayed over. He grayed over. I recently watched. I recently watched. um, Cheaper Brother Dozen. No, 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 no. Way, way before that. Um, Michael Caine with Michael Caine, where he's a con artist. Oh, um. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. Yeah, I love that. I love that movie. I recently watched that. I specifically have a scene that would get it canceled now. He's got white hair in it. Yes. And yet, he's he's so much younger. If his hair was a different color. He, would he could like, have had dyed brown hair, and he would have looked significantly younger. No, but I, I kind of like that he kept his own thing. Oh, like, yeah. That was oh, I love that. Thing. Yeah. And I mean, obviously... I, I love, love when actors, you know, if they, the if they, you know, go gray, they just keep the gray, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, Diane Keaton kind of did that. Once, she did. when she was Diane aging, Keaton she was like, I don't give a shit. She doesn't, yeah. Yeah. But, she anyway, point is, we liked zero. the different storylines, we liked sports, we liked the... The bit of rude <laughs> yeah. comedy. Long story short. We like the movie. We love Steve Martin on a tangent. And we also love Justin Long, Justin which is why Long. we selected this. Yeah. Okay. Forgeable. Great movie. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Regardless of what group you and are it's in. it's not a long movie. They, they, if you're one of those people that's like, oh, I can't watch a three-hour movie, good for you. It's only, only like an hour epi- and a half. I could only watch 20 episodes back-to-back of a yeah. show because they're 10 minutes long each. I yeah. can't actually watch a two-hour movie. Yeah, that would I know be so many people that are like, I can't watch a two-hour movie, and I'm like, how did you get through your childhood? Yeah, because when but I, they can watch when you s- and I were growing they up, can when watch we were three little kids, one-hour episodes back to back. Yeah, but they can't watch a two-hour movie. When you and I were kids, movies were feel. like kids' movies were an hour and a half long. Now kids' movies are like two and a half, three hours. It's the ability to kids cop are napping out. during a movie. I now. think it's the ability to cop out. Like if you watch one yeah. hour of something and don't like it, you can leave and say, I watched the full episode, and that's it. Or you yeah. can, or you can say I'm tired. Or I got to do something. You have the ability to just like cash in your chips and and leave. Basically. Anyway, point is, good movie, short movie, only yeah. like an hour and a half long. Go watch I, it. I don't think there's You'll anyone. Enjoy it. I don't think there's anyone who would dislike this movie. It is really good. Yeah, it's just a nice movie to. It's funny. It's a nice comedy. If you like comedy, it's well, funny. I I heard this on a separate thing. I also have Vince Vaughn, so I love that he's he's you know, uh, he's got that charm. I don't even know how to describe it. I call it the Vince Vaughn charm. Because even if he's playing he's someone short. shitty... He's short with, like, his response. If he's planked, Yeah. Like, it's kind of like a witty repartee thing yeah. with it, whoever he's talking to. And I think it's so fun. Because mm-hmm. that is how sometimes you meet people that have that kind of... You Do know, you know who back it reminds board? me of? There is a scene in... Oh, what is that movie? This is the end. Where, where yeah. all the actors, Seth... All of you those love actors. Jonah Hill. Are you you know exactly Jonah what I'm going to say. Yes, Jonah I know. Hill gets possessed at one point. That's the kind of movie we're dealing with. It's the end no, of the hold world, on, hold on, and Jonah hold Hill's on. possessed. We, who cares about the movie? That's not the part <laughs> that matters. If you've seen this movie, you, there's one scene where Jonah Hill gets possessed, and everyone is is like trying to stop the possession. They say the specific, power of Christ specific, compels specifically you. Specifically, Jay Baruchel's character yeah. is saying the power of the Christ. The power of Christ compels, compels you. And he says you. it like three or four times, and he, and like Jonah Hill's pretending to have like the demon inside. And he goes, and like, goes does it, Jay? And then he goes, does it? Does it? Does it, Jay? Is does so it funny. Me? Does it? Yeah. And the way he says just that, the way he says, does it, Jay? Is enough. It's it's that kind of clipped response. Yeah. The way he it's says almost those sarcastic. Lines. But not in a that's mean Vince way. That's Vince Vaughn. Yeah. In my, like, that's what yeah. I think of when I think of Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Because he has that clip, sort of, like, he's telling you something, but he's, he's well, he immediately cutting you off Well, he was in a movie with Florence with Pugh piece. recently. I want to see it, but it's all over Instagram. It's back when she, like, she had her hair black for the movie. She plays, like, a wrestler or something. I want to see it. Oh, the, I, I have seen that movie. Yeah. Yeah, I want to see it, that. and she play. He's like her trainer in it or something, and he's trying to like trash talk her to bring her down, and yeah. she like has just as many responses back from. Him. I love that yeah. when it happens in a movie. Anyway, 
Enough of that tangent. Yeah, I do. I I am a sucker for trash talk. Um, (laughs) Anyway, on to our first twisted sister, which is you twisting me. Now, like a little bit of a backstory. Hold on. Hold you on. can introduce Let me the say what you, you can Let me introduce it. That's fine. No backstory. I just want to say I only watched this yesterday. Yes, I made you watch it specifically in for this because I wanted to know if I had actually had to twist you, and you said you have mixed feelings. We're gonna get into yeah, that. Yeah, I, I have mixed so feelings. So I love this movie. I saw I saw this movie in the theater as well. I. I was a big fan of the director. You shouldn't have been... Well, you could have. I was, I, I was I going to say, you shouldn't have been watching I was, this. I was, no, it was my last year of high school, I remember. I was... Yeah. What do you mean I shouldn't have been able to watch? Well, it's like, I a could, 2000, I went, it's like a 2008 movie. I don't know when it was. My last year of high school, whatever the hell that was. That's not right. Anyway, so oh, okay. I, I went to this movie on a recommendation of a teacher, because the teacher was a huge Kevin Smith fan. Oh, and I was about to be like, what? and I went, and I went. Are you sure? And he says, "Trust me, go watch it. You'll enjoy it." And be I honest, said, "I honest. said, what is the name of the movie?" And this is what my teacher says to me: he "said Zach and Mary make a porno." What do you do? Uh, well, what brings you here? Well, I came here with somebody who went to school here. Really? Bobby Long. No shit. That's that's who my friend's hitting on right now. See right there, the really? the one dressed like Hannah Montana. <gasps> and I like we call that look Nickelodeon chic. L.A., Los Angeles, California. That's awesome, man. What do you do out there? I'm an actor. Wow, that's really impressive. Thank you. Thank you. In fucking movies? Fucking movies. My teacher was not kidding. Yeah, that's the shocking part of we, this whole tale. We then the teacher proceeded wasn't to talk about it on the Monday <laughs> because a bunch of us had gone to see it. Like, I saw classmates that I knew in the same theater as me. Because we'd all gone at different show times to go see this movie. Because we couldn't believe our teacher was recommending it. Anyway, it is pretty much what it sounds like. But I It's exactly what it, it sounds like. I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved as well when it was coming if out. If you think you're seeing this movie and all of a sudden you're going to be watching an animated short. No, no. Not. There was a massive campaign about what they could and could not put on a poster. Because people were getting really, really conservative about it. And yelling at them. So if you look up from that time period, you can find the poster. And I think it's literally just like smiley faces and rainbows. And it says Zach and Mary, and that's all. Be- and they and it says on the poster, this is literally all we could put on the poster. Mm. Like it's it's very sarcastic and in your face about it. You can but tell Seth Rogen was attached to the project with oh that. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> and Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks has the same level of sass. You, mm. you forget, Elizabeth Banks was heavily into these movies with them mm-hmm. before she went off on her own directorial yeah. writing level. Now she's on girl power and I love it. And she was always girl power. I get some like Pitch Perfect. She I get a new Charlie's Angels. Power. I love it. She's hilarious though. Anyway, so in this movie just a quick recap for anybody who doesn't understand what it's about. You Zach can explain Miri, this one. Yeah, Zach and Miri are, um, they're very financially strapped. They are roommates together. They've been best friends since best they were friends like six. Since high school. No, least. since they were like six years old. Okay, well you just watched the movie fact. Like you borrowed my DVD, so obviously you know better than I. Um, known each other forever. They they have like nothing is going right in their life. Their their power goes out, their car is a shit box. He works as a barista. She what is she what She works she in do? the mall. She works in the mall. They are, are not making ends meet. So one day, they... Slight tangent. Yeah. Aren't you sad that they're getting rid of malls? I heard recently they used, there used to be like 2,500 malls in Canada, and now there's like 750. 
that's devastating to me. And it's because it's so cheap to make like the smaller shopping mall. Like I get a Walmart and a Reitman's in the same parking lot. Who gives a shit? Put them all in a building. Let me go well, walk around. Here's the problem. I think I think it's a good thing because a lot of those plazas can thrive on small businesses where yeah. small businesses cannot afford to go into malls. They just don't have the, the money. Whereas only big corporations have that. So I think it's kind of a good thing because small businesses are thriving for us. But they don't care about the small businesses. I do. I care about small businesses. No, the people that are building this shit local. doesn't care about small businesses. Buy local. Woohoo. Yeah. That's why I buy Etsy more than Amazon, but still. Okay, that's not quite the same thing. That's not local. That's be from anywhere, but whatever. Okay. They're ni- They're better on the environment. That's not. O- that's also not true, but okay. Well, the people I buy from are, so. Okay. Or so they say. So they say. Anyway. I was tripped over box that. I can't eat these. I keep trying to eat these. These are just potato. They are not potato. With a sneeze of dill on them. There's You're such nothing. a liar. All, the, peop- not all the people listening who have had dill pickle crispers, <laughs> I, you know I, you're full of shit. I think I've killed our sponsorship. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're still holding out for that Midol one. We're waiting oh, yeah. to hear back from you guys, Any day by the way. now, Midol. Any day now, I'm waiting. Anyway. Okay. Sorry, I got. I went off on a tangent. So, um, they go to their high school reunion. It doesn't go very well. And then Which they realize, leads us to Justin Long and why he's connected yes, to this sorry, movie. Sorry, I should mention Justin Long. So Justin Long has a very small part in this film. Which you lied to me about. You said this is Justin <laughs> Long's movie. He's so awesome at I it. I still maintain it's Justin Long's movie. Just I swear, he, he probably has seven minutes of screen time. For this movie, he could have gone in and just used his actual name and it which would have instead been incredible. Is the, it, which instead is the name of the, basically the name of the guy in it. His partner's name is something Long in it. Yeah. Like Billy Long or some shit yeah. like that, and I was like, "Really? <laughs> you switched his name?" So, so he plays a very, very um, I don't know what uppity? adjective. To, I wouldn't say uppity. No, he's he. I for some reason he reminds me of Frank from yeah. From, <laughs> he's Frank of the male porn. Yeah, world. so he's yeah he's a male porn star, a gay porn star, um, and he has no qualms about telling you. How he what goes. he does, yeah, and who he's he, with, and yeah, he's dating. He's, he's out of the closet. He's dating a former high school classmate. Let's be honest. He, he I love him because he's like a front character. Ten minutes. He of not gold o- he not only is him. out of the closet. He set a match to that closet when he stepped out of it. You this, know he did. This is one of my favorite Justin Long performances. Really? Yes. Oh my god. It's it's ironically holy shit for a Justin Long performance. It's very short, but it is. But um, don't Oh no. <laughs> uh, it really left a mark on me, and, um, yeah, so, anyway, not, not the important part, so they decide then, based on the fact that they are really intrigued by this particular story, they realize, hey, we have, you, you and I might not be intriguing enough to watch as porn stars, but you know who will watch us? Our high school class. Because they the, there's will 800 know. people. There's like 800 people on the class they'll, list. They'll buy that. That would buy into it. Just and they'll to make see money it. that they, well, they desperately I need. think one of the jokes in it, he's like, no one gives a shit about us as individuals, but our high school has to be like, hey, look at that guy. I sat next to I'm, him in yeah, civics. Exactly. Exactly. I went to yeah. school with that guy. That's, That's why market. I want to go to my reunion. I just want to see how people turned out. I don't understand all these people that are like, why would you go to your reunion? It's going to be shit. Who gives a shit? Because you want to see how will, everyone turned out. It, people are so judgy and people don't want to be around judgy. You're uh, ex- you're especially judgy, so you love it. You, you I'm especially love judgy. It. You know, you're not helping people's opinion of me you, at all. Uh, judge Tess. <laughs> We're calling you Judge Tess. <laughs> Hope you've seen the last episode, otherwise yeah. the reference is lost. It's okay. Judge Daisy, I'm so sorry. Anyway. I might make you eat all of these crispers right in front of me just because you're getting funny over the no. potato. 
I don't understand. It, anyway, I don't. I don't know um, why I don't like them. But there's something. I don't know right. why you don't either. You're being so okay. funny over it. So now the moment has come for you to tell me why don't you like okay. this movie? I love this so, movie. The whole movie is about them making a porno and not being very good at it. When you told me Hilarious. to watch this movie, I want to lay a couple things out. One. You said Justin Long was the star of this, which implies he's in it. To, which implies he's in it for more than seven minutes. Hold on, which implies that he's in it for more than like seven My bad. minutes. My bad. And the mind. movie's like two hours. I'd like to point that out. This isn't a short, short film. It's medium sized, and he's in it for about seven to ten minutes max. Um, then, in okay. addition to that, you That's also you also said mom had seen this with you and mom enjoyed it. I had. I had seen it with mom and hold she on. did enjoy it. She thought it was funny. Hold on. I made her watch it when hold I on. the DVD. I, I, hold on. I want to get to something. So yesterday, when I, I pulled out the movie, I said, Mom, can we watch this? I have to do this, you know, thing for the podcast. Can we watch this? She goes, uh, what is it? I said what it I, was. I already told her on the I, phone, I, so I, she's full of shit. Hold on. No, because I brought, I, I I brought home multiple her. movies, as you recall. So I I specified I need to watch that. Can Mary make a porno? I, I said, Chelsea says you've seen this. She says you liked it. Yeah. And mom's did. like, I don't remember watching this. So I put it in. That means nothing. Now, this is where my issues begin. The first 40 to 50 minutes, I'd say, I don't particularly, I'm not a fan of it because it's all just like, lead like I said before, it's, lead it's up to dumb, the main event. It, it is dumb stifler jokes. You know, F word is, is used like every other word. Um, I like it. Uh, the the one part that I thought was really funny was more their facial expressions when people were saying terrible stuff than anything else. Like when Justin Long's character is going on and on about how his boyfriend is not out of the closet and how he's not open with all these things. And you see Seth Rogen, his reaction to it, he quite yeah. he quite quickly likes Justin Long's character, and you can oh, see that. And like he turns excited, and and yeah, he, it's like he's never seen a gay person before, like that kind of no, no. childlike it's excitement. It's not that he's never seen a gay person; he's never seen a gay person like Justin Long's yeah. character before. Well, he's he's standing there and he's talking about all this different shit, shit that you wouldn't want aired out in public. Vile, vile, and and he and he is standing profane. there and he's like, oh my god, he's like a normal person, and it is so funny because he it, it's like childlike wonder. It is. As he watches him, it and is. that for me was quite funny. I told you you'd like and, that part. And the rest, the rest of it, I wasn't particularly fond of. However, once they actually start planning their porno, I was like, okay, maybe this will be a bit of a tonal shift in it. And you, they're finding the people they're, for they're the porno, and even porno. then, I wasn't in initially into it. And then they Question actually start hanging out with the people. That's when I started liking it. Question for you. When they were planning their porno, didn't it feel almost like they were putting together like a baseball league the way they were yeah. handling it? Yeah. Tryouts well, and that kind well, of thing. Well, he has... That's actually Auditions. one of the things I was getting into. For me personally, I think the true stars of this... Sorry, Justin Long. I know it's your week for us. <laughs> I think the true stars of this movie are Craig Robinson He's and great. Jeff Anderson, which play Delaney and Deacon in it. Deacon yeah. is the guy who was filming it. And Delaney is Craig Robinson, who is basically best friends with Seth Rogen and works with um, him at the coffee shop. Some context for people who don't know who the, that is. What's his name again? Jeff Anderson? Jeff Anderson. He's from Clerks. If you've seen Clerks, you know this movie. It's, he's one of the main characters. And um, what's, uh, what's the other uh, What's his name? I'm gonna say, I want to say Craig T. Nelson. What's Craig Robinson? Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson, you probably know him for a lot of things, but if the you watch The Office, yeah. that's where you would know him. He he's also in, in This Is The End. He's in This Is The End, yeah. yeah. He, he kind of got adopted by that group, almost. Yeah. But, but yes, he started off on The Office. 
he worked originally in the mailroom. Um, he's he's black. He's kind of larger set in the office. I think he actually lost weight. Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Anyway. For me, they are, like, they're really the stars of it. They have some hilarious lines... They go through their own crap in it. Um, one of them They're literally. Really funny. One of them literally. I'm not going to say they have who. And actual porn stars. And you know that, right? what cracked me up was um, specifically one joke, which is when um, Seth Rogen's Zach and Elizabeth Banks's Mary are supposed to be um, sleeping together on film for the actual porno. Um, they're all off at the side, you know, holding the boom mic, which is basically a hockey stick with a microphone attached to it. And, you know, they've got their little camera, their little, like, camcorder. Yeah, it's budget. Yeah. Um, and, well, they're, e they're filming in the coffee shop as well. Um, that's where their porno is set. But the thing that cracks me up is while this is all going on, you have the guy in it who is one of the actors in it. He's, he's not the brightest bulb in the tanning bed. Um... <laughs> And he is recording, this Deacon is, who's Jeff Anderson, he's recording, and the guy who's an actor, he's going, Deacon, Deacon. And he and he's like, what? Like, he gets sick of him calling his name, he's like, did you watch Lost last night? And I was already kind of giggling at this, because this, very true to the time, Lost was huge. And he turns around, and he's like, no, man, they're, they're, like, they're, they're on the island, they're off the island, like, who the hell knows what's going on with that show? And then another actress, who is clearly watching Lost well, she goes, I think they're in hell. And Is that Katie Morgan? I don't know. The one and, that plays Stacy? Sure. And, yes. Yeah. Um, and then Craig Robinson, you can see he's getting more irritated as this goes on, as they keep talking when they're supposed to be filming. And he turns around, and he's like, can you guys shut the mother F up? At, at, like, at the end of all of it. But the thing that was cracked me up was the fact that he was like, Deacon, did you watch that movie or that show or whatever? You know if you whisper, Doing I can't that. hear if, like, far away from the mic. I'm not entirely <laughs> sure you're going to be picked up. But, but whis yeah. whispering that, I thought, was quite funny because that is something where you're like, we've got to, you know, be professionals, but I also have a question. Yeah. So he's, he's doing that, which I thought was quite funny. The thing that um, I enjoyed... Can the I tell one you, thing can I, I enjoyed about really, it. Hold on, I want to tell you a love story. Okay. A very quick Do you have to tell story. me a love story? Because so, that was what so I was Katie, trying to get into. Katie, no, it's it's different. You uh, don't know this love story. Katie Morgan, an actual porn actress that is in this movie, she um, there's a couple porn actresses in this movie. Tracy Lords is is pretty famous as well, and she's in this. So Katie Morgan um, is she the one with the long like ginger hair? Yes, I've seen her in stuff that ain't porn. She's she was in Roseanne. She was a character in Roseanne for a while. The TV, yeah, the original TV series. Yeah, but I've seen 90s. her in other stuff that wasn't porn. So when yeah, you yeah, said she that crossed it, over from being yeah. A when porn you said she was a porn star, I was like, mm. yeah, she yeah she was she was a porn star. Anyway, um, Katie Morgan was a uh, I think she's retired now. Um, it doesn't matter. She met a producer on this. I think he was a producer or cinematographer, whatever. Part of the crew on this movie. And they got married, like, within a year, and they're still together. It is so cute. They are so cute together. I just wanted to, to put that out there for you. The porn star and the cinematographer. The porn star and a the love cinematographer, story. a love story. That's the sequel to Zack and Mary Make a Porn. I think he's actually a producer, but whatever. Anyway. Anyway. Um, the thing that I enjoyed was that tonal shift after the first, like, 40 to 50 minutes. When they actually start making it. Because it no longer is just, like, stupid, rude jokes and rude humor, you got to see other characters interact, and it, when it became more of an ensemble and less of uh, Elizabeth Banks and Seth Rogen kind of bouncing off of each other, I enjoyed it a little more, and I found it really funny. Did you like Lester? Um, no. 
I thought he was, I thought he, like, I liked him enough that I could tolerate his character. Like, I, there was definitely characters I hate way more. And I wouldn't even say that I hate Lester. I, it's just, he's a filler for me. Lester's the one that says to him, you know, Deacon, Deacon. He, he's Jay. He's Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Sure. Yeah. Um, you don't know any of these movies. Anyway. Oh my God. I appreciated oh God. not only that you could see, you know, they've been saying, oh, we're just friends, we're just friends, we're just friends. And then as soon as they um, have sex in the movie, it completely changes. And you can see that they're kind of struggling with the fact that before they even sleep together, Seth Rogen clearly doesn't want Elizabeth Banks sleeping with anybody on film. Because in the original script, they were doing a Star Wars production. Yes. And that in that situation... Spoof. Hold on. Spoof of Star Wars. Yes. Yeah. In case... We're, we're, I'm not just saying the movie wrong. That is what they were going to create, a spoof of Star Wars. <laughs> um, but uh, very clearly when they were planning this out, you could see Seth Rogen's character didn't want her sleeping with anyone because she's Princess Leia, who is arguably the hottest person in Star Wars, period. Uh, but he turned around and had it that she slept with... Uh, Han Solo, which is Seth Rogen's character within it. His name is not Han Solo in it. I don't want to say what his name is in it. Um, and uh, she, she's initially fine with that, but then she find, she kind of figures out, oh wait, I'm not sleeping with anyone else. But meanwhile, Seth Rogen's character is going to be having like a threesome and, and stuff like that. Or sleeping with more than one of the you know hot girls that are supposed to be a part of the uh, project. So you can see she's not really happy about that. But he also, at the same time, isn't happy about her sleeping with anyone either. But neither one of them wants to call the bluff until they both sleep together. And then within, I'd say, like, ten minutes of that happening, uh, they're already having some tension. They're acting a bit weird because they don't know how to deal with the fact that, you know, things have changed. And I appreciated, you rarely see this in movies, the guy makes a love confession first. And he does it not, like, he doesn't say it because he knows she like reciprocates this? it. Yes, I actually okay. appreciate that. Uh, he doesn't say it because he thinks she's going to reciprocate it. He actually says it because he's kind of pissed off with her. Because he basically says, you know, if you were any other girl who I didn't give a shit about, I, told, I would tell you to go F yourself. But because I care more about you, I'm just going to lay it out for you. And he basically says that he loves her. And because she doesn't entirely believe it, and she thinks he's kind of using it as a power move against her because she's not that trusting of men, you can tell. Um, she basically turns around and acts like what he said means nothing, and it kind of sets a whole other thing in motion, which is basically the conclusion of the film, so I'm not going to get into what that is. That is the one thing I appreciate. I appreciated the tonal shift, the ensemble being more involved, and I also appreciated that it wasn't tokenism in any way, it was just kind of creative to have it that he was the one who said the love confession first, which I like because usually it's the girl that's like, I love you, and he's like, I love you too. But not right now. Yeah. For no apparent reason. And then she's devastated, and he thinks about it, and he was wrong. And then he comes back, and he goes, I do love you. She goes, it's too late. But it's not really too late. So then he goes, please, please. And she goes, okay. Are you writing your own story here? No, I'm just saying that's how it usually happens. <laughs> um, okay. Can, can I appreciate I that. Those were like you? the three things that I appreciated. <laughs> what you need to twist me on is convince me that the whole thing is good. Because I would much rather watch like the second half of the movie than watch the so, whole thing. So what, what I find funny about all of this is what you do and don't like. So first of all, 
Um, I was unaware that you were too good for like crass comedies. Like really I like sordid. certain crass comedies. Like, I just don't like where they're. It's just like, late night comedies, as Netflix like, calls ugh, them. It's just Netflix calls them late night comedies. That's the yeah. category, and I love that Cons- category. Considering so easy. To considering there's a streaming service available twenty four seven. What is late night? <laughs> What is late night? Is, basically, is late night what you consider basically network? Basically, four year olds shouldn't be watching it. Yeah. So anyway, um, I actually looked up a review. Oh God. I'm gonna keep it short and sweet, but this is something that was said by David Stratton of the Australian. So I'm gonna quote from what was taken from his. No offense to you. Not the full review. No offense to you, David. I don't know where you come you, from. You don't know where I'm going with this. Let me. Okay. Let me, okay. So he says, in a strangely perverse way, and thanks to the solid performances of the two leads, the love story of Zack and Miri is more touching than you might expect, given the film's grungy setting and essentially sordid theme. Now, I thought you would appreciate the creativity of the storyline, and there is literally no other movie written about this topic this way. Oh, like, yeah. There, there's nothing. I appreciate the creativity. My issue is the but actual the, dialogue and script you don't for, like, like, the first the, half. The, you don't really like their love story. You don't think I do. they're very charismatic. I do like their love story. I think the first 40 minutes just is end. just bullshit to fill up time when this could have been a short movie of, it's like, building. 40 minutes. You, you need to build up the love story. No, you don't. You you so, could have started this whole thing with them just going to their high school reunion and finding out that they had no money. And then right after, they start making a porno. Instead, you have about a half hour of them, uh, you know, trying to scrape together enough money to go to the thing. You have them struggling at home with the power... You know, you could have just said you had no money. I didn't need to see that the water cut out and now he has to get toilet bowl water for your hair. Like, none of that was necessary. Yeah, it's to kind of give you a, a sense of poverty for these people. Yeah. How des- you, you You've have seen to their be car. Desperate. You know that they are impoverished. Yeah, but having a shitty car is not enough for you to turn around and say, I'm going to make a porno. You just go, ah, oh, I got a shitty car. I can live with it. There's one they line. There's everything. one other line from the prom that everything. I enjoyed was when he's trying to tell Justin Long who he came there with and he says her over there dressed like Hannah Montana that shit cracked me up because wow. she actually does look like Hannah Montana <laughs> because she's got like a polka dot dress that you could she's imagine a, a tween wearing to like their graduation or to their little prom not to a, a high school reunion and I think it's so funny because you know that it, so it's a comedy that made you laugh and yet you still think it's a piece of shit i don't i think it. the first 40 minutes you have the odd joke that was worth it but the rest of it wasn't wait was a waste quote, of time i'm gonna quote another critic okay. nikki bowen or bowen i'm not sure how you say her last name of roll credits she wrote kevin smith's most accessible film zach and mary make a make a, ugh, makes a porno is arguably his most toothless being as it is rather a sweet romantic comedy despite the porn element but that's not to say it's no fun so that's one of the things I don't get. Like, you're a rom-com person. I like the rom-com elements of this. I like the wait. I don't like the wasted 40 minutes of them making stupid jokes. I don't think it's wasted. I think it it's is. necessary. From a story writing perspective. I feel like what they did in 40 minutes, they could have done in 10. Yeah. Okay, so just went on too long. Drag- well, I can't fix that. So, you know, I'm going to lose. Everything else I like. <sighs> I liked that it became more of a rom-com, less of a raunch fest. I liked that. I, I appreciated that. I even appreciated that the characters that had basically no lines and were there basically to look like porn stars while they were porn stars. I liked that they actually had, like, sweet moments within it where, like, she was like, you know, I can help you get ready for your scene. And she's like, no, 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 it's okay. I- I'm actually kind of excited. And she's like, oh, is it because of, you know, you and Zach get together? And she's like, no, no, we're just friends. It's just... 
you know, I'm, I'm just excited to do this and, you know, we can make some money and all of that. Uh, I like that they provided more than their normal character development, basically. Yeah. I like that. But once again, that's after the first 40 minutes. Okay. So, um, I wouldn't say you've twisted me because you haven't convinced me that the first 40 minutes are worth my time. But <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I, I'm I okay can't. to watch the second half of the movie again. Yeah. And by the way, spoiler alert for you: Mom went to bed after 40 minutes because she said she was hating it. She goes, "This is this is you know not my kind of movie." You can tell your sister. I don't remember watching it. I don't like what she I'm watching. It with me. She and she went to bed. Thing. She didn't like it at all. Okay. Well, what you're trying to say is that you've now gathered a following of people. No. No, to, I'm to saying, say Mom that watched I'm 40 wrong minutes. And Mom watched the 40 minutes I didn't I like. I just genuinely and went to bed. Movie, Mom watched the 40 minutes I didn't like and went to bed. But if okay. had Mom seen the 40 minutes or so after, she would have actually stuck around. I said to her, I said basically right after you went to bed, the tone shifted in the story. And she was like, really? And then I told her like different bits and pieces that yeah. came out of it after. Yeah. And she actually smiled and thought they were cute and stuff. And I was like, I know you went to bed right before it actually got decent. Um, but yeah. You haven't convinced me that the first 40 minutes are worth my time. Second half of it's decent. Second half of it's decent. I enjoyed the second half. Um, no offense to you. Uh, Kevin Smith's movies. Oh, I hate when you say Kevin that. Kevin Smith's movies, which you I are a fan of. I personally, I, I like stuff that aren't necessarily his movies, but he gets to be, like, a part of it. Like, I enjoy Catch and Release. I enjoy Catch and Release that he's in because he's just, like, a regular guy. He's he, not he a caricature of himself. He Goodwill Hunting. Which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, but I, it, it's not a Kevin Smith movie. Um, I also appreciated the odd cameo he'd make in the Mindy Project. I liked his cameo in Scream. He was great in the Mindy Project. Yeah. You know, us chubsters. And she's looking yeah. at him like, excuse you me, sir. You and me, they make the seats big for you and me, you yeah. know? And she goes, yeah. not me, Kevin Smith. And like, she just wants to get she, away from And him. she's walking, he's going, bomb, 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 bomb. And she's yeah. like, don't do that. And then he's got the sliders. He's like, you and me, you know, these don't even fit in our hands. Like, yeah. they're so tiny. Yeah, the, sli the slider burgers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I like more of his cameo work and stuff that he hasn't, that he has no control over. I think he's better when he has no control over what he's doing for some reason. <laughs> like, he's given a part. I liked and Jersey Girl, and nobody liked Jersey Girl. And that I don't even one, know what I that is. I thought it was really sweet. It was the one with Ben Affleck. Another movie me. he did with J-Lo, J-Lo dies in the first five minutes and he Jesus has to race Christ. with the daughter by himself in New Jersey. Spoiler! I loved that movie. I thought that was a great Wait, movie. Wait, is, is she the mother of the daughter in it? Yeah, she dies. Aww, Liv Tyler it so plays cute. the love interest. Because they're real life couple. They are now, yeah. Yeah. And probably at the time, too. I think so at the anyway, time. Anyway, um, now on to the second Twist the Sister segment, <laughs> which is a Justin Long movie. I'm not a movie, fan of Mallrats. Which is just a, a... I'd like to point out... This movie is the fourth installment, so it's already got something going against it, because let's be honest, no one likes a sequel. Um, and it's the fourth installment, so I'm going from an uphill battle, especially on your end, because you are adamant that you didn't like this movie, and I, I think it's far better than some of the sequels I've seen. Um, we will be talking about Live Free or Die Hard. Road assist. Detected an airbag deployment. Yes, um, please. We just hit a tree, and my my my, my dad is having a heart attack. I think he's gonna die. You need to help us. Hold while we contact emergency services. <sighs> no, 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 he's he's dying. Please listen to me. I I can get him to a hospital. I can drive. I'm fine, but I, I can't really turn the key. It the key won't start. So you gotta stay in the car for us, okay? Please, Dad. Your name, please. Um, my name is it's 
Frank, and my dad's name is, um, is Dvorak Sarjinsky. Please, please just help us. Okay, we need your help, please. Emergency services are on their way. No, no, listen to me, listen to me, ma'am. What is your name? Dolores. Dolores? Okay, Dolores, uh, I don't know if you have a dad, but I do, and I want to be able to say that a year from now, okay, because my dad is my hero, and right now he is in my arms, dying, and, and, and his only hope is to get to a hospital right now, we can't wait, so please start the goddamn car! <laughs> Thank you, Dolores. Which is the fourth Die Hard movie. If, if you haven't a, seen any of the Die Hard movies, shame on you. If, if and this is and an I'm option, sorry for saying that, but shame on you because I'm such a fan. Wait, wait, Live Free or Die Hard, right? Yes. So I'm going to pick the second one because it's so much better than living through this movie. I'm not a fan. What was your issue with it? It's boring. You thought it was it's boring? Not, it's, it's completely tone... Like, it, it feels like you've been baited into seeing something that is not what is actually being sold. Like, if you've seen Die Hard, this is not Die Hard. For me... One, two, and three. You know what it was for me? I one thing. bad, I, had I still think I it's... had seen all four of these, like, one after the other, and when I watched the first one, it's amazing. She just kind of bought it as like, a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first one, it was amazing. Second one did nothing for me. Like, zero percent. Most exciting part for me... Good. Most exciting part for me in the second one was when he's actually trying to get through this section where they're shooting at him and he's going through the luggage in the airport because it's it takes a, place okay. in the airport. It's like a bad that, action. That was, movie. like, high stakes for me. I loved that portion. Everything else can go to shit. I saw who... The, I could see who the villain was as well, and I was young at the time. I don't remember who I the knew villain who, was. I'm not going to tell you. Um, I knew who <laughs> the villain was going to again. be. Uh, well, you remember, um... Uh, Punta Quinte? From Roots? Yeah. It's him. But, like, not the little him, like, not not him that does Jeopardy and all that, no. Oh. The older one. He's thingy. Oh, I can't remember his name. Oh, I know. I know. I can never remember his name. And I love him in more than just that, but because it's such a major role, that's like, how I always like almost identify him. Um, um, oh, jeez, what is his name? I know. I can't think of it either. Anyway, huge star. Uh, I, I figured he was going to be the villain, so spoiler, he's the villain in the second one. Um, but what I appreciated was, in the third one, they had Jeremy Irons as the villain. He's a brilliant villain. Just don't, scar alone. Don't do the spoiler for that. Like, for anyone who is so out of it that they haven't seen the... I'm already... I'm going by the villains, because that's part of the reason why I think the yeah, fourth don't, one's good. Don't, don't, Jeremy don't Irons, too much away. Jeremy Irons is the villain in that one, and it has a connection to the first one, which I appreciated. I love when you have a series that is, like, interconnected. John Allen Am Amos? Or John Amos. Amos. Amos? Amos. Amos or Amos? I, I don't know. It depends on where you're from. But yeah. That's, um, that's the villain. Yeah. Yeah. I love him, and I can never, like, awesome. remember his actual name, and I, I don't know why. Anyway. I love him, too. Um, uh, Jeremy Irons is the villain, the third one. Then you come into the fourth one. Now, this one, Timothy Olyphant's the villain. You find it out pretty quick. And I love Timothy Olyphant as a villain anyway because I saw him as the villain in Scream 2. Spoiler alert again. I didn't even remember he was the villain. I love him as the villain in that because I knew it was him, but you didn't know how twisted he was until you get to, like, the end of the movie. Anyway, I like when Timothy Olyphant's the villain anyway. Hold on, But I also down, appreciate it. You're getting so excited that I can't understand you. Okay, I appreciate Breathe. and enjoy when Timothy Olyphant is a villain okay. because of Scream 2 and because of this. 
And I also appreciated that in this situation, he's like a, a what, what's the what are, what's the proper term for a DOD analyst? The, what's the DOD stand for again? Dungeons and Dragons? No. Oh, my God. What? No. D&D? No. D-O-D. I can't remember what it is. It's like the Department of Defense. Department of Defense. That's what it is. Oh. Department of Defense okay. analyst. I don't know what... I need context. Was what he was. You can't just shout letters at me. Well, you were hearing D&D, so... I heard D&D We have a different issue. Um, but... That's the kind of character he plays. Uh, he was an character. analyst for the government, and he turns a, he turns cyber terrorist in this one, which I appreciated because of the times that we were in at the time... Uh, with technology becoming more rampant, I liked that the villain was moving Please. with the times. What do you mean? What are you saying Please for? In all the, like, I also appreciated... It was the, 2007. Yeah. You're telling me 2007 isn't when shit started changing? No. I don't, I don't, know. I say no. You I were s- still living with us in, on dial-up internet. Yeah, you wouldn't know we, how the times were you changing. You understand that <laughs> us having dial-up internet was because we were out in the freaking sticks. Yeah. It's not We were living in the 90s while everyone else was in 2007. Yeah, so, so what, you feel like that this was showing that? You have to understand, that's our personal context. That's not the world at large. I know, the world at large wasn't The world at a, large a, wasn't on dial-up, so it wasn't no, like fast-paced all of a sudden. No, they the world at large. for a long no, time. No, the world at large Just was you becoming more suffering. innovative with technology. Like, you started having people, like, creating stuff with AI as the villain and stuff like that. It started to kind of happen more and more. So I liked that he was a cyber-terrorist. But in addition to that, he's a villain mm-hmm. that, um, he did the same thing as what Alan Rickman's Hans did in in the first one, he picked at the protagonist, which is Bruce Willis's John McClane, by getting to those that were close to him. What he Artificial did by taking intelligence started growing around that time. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily cyber terrorists like Justin Long. He wasn't a cyber terrorist. He's yeah. a hacker. He's a bit of a terrorist. No, he's not. Well, he doesn't he's like pr- the he's cops being, when he's being they show protected. up at his door. He's being protected by Bruce Willis's John McClane in it. Yeah. So, and he doesn't want to let him in. Why? Because he's a bit of a terrorist. He's a hacker and thinks he's going to get arrested or yeah. killed. Okay. Because people around him are getting arrested or killed. All right, well, I Anyway, really like I'm not movie, even getting so. to the part that's important. Um, he also tries to get to the protagonist the same way as the first one. Um, Alan Rickman went for his wife, and in this one, he goes after his daughter. However... He doesn't even know that his daughter isn't safe because he's got a poor relationship with her at the time until, like, I would argue, like, the last half hour of the movie. And because of the story being, you know, I'm trying to just get this guy to a safe location because I can tell that he can is the only person that can help st- stop this whole thing from happening because he's trying to basically ruin the government infrastructure, isn't he? If I remember correctly, that's what Timothy yeah. Olfant... Keep in mind, I haven't seen this in, like... Six-ish years. I don't really. I think care. He, I think he's trying Here, to take down the government like kind of it. thing. I don't care. Like this whole plot is uninteresting even, to me. Okay, you don't remember what happens in other ones to start shitting on the fourth one. I remember what happens in the first and the third one, like poetry. And I have yeah, because the that first much. and the third are connected. They're, but they're so also connected. Great. You want to know why they're great? Because you have Alan Rickman and, and Jeremy Irons shit. as villains. You see Jeremy Irons as Scar, and you see Alan Rickman as Professor Snape, and they will always Is be that on what a pedestal. You think I see? That's exactly what you see. No, that when I exactly see Jeremy Irons, I think of that movie he did with Glenn Close, where he, based on the true story, the Klaus and Sonny, um, Reversal of Fortune. That's what I think of when I see 
You see him as a villain because of that? Oh, God, yeah. A real-life villain. People really didn't... You still see Scar. I don't care what you say. I don't see Scar. I love Scar. Yes, you do. You see Scar. He's like your favorite Disney villain. I'm telling you right now, I don't look at Jeremy Irons and see Scar. Just like I don't look at Mr. Bean and see Zazu. Like, these are not what I see because they're cartoons. And yes, I know the voice, but I'm not listening to them. I'm seeing that... Well, I think you're lying to yourself, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> so are you going to just say that when I say, oh, no, I do, I'm not twisted. Oh, well, you're lying to yourself. Well, I could say that for every time you say you're not twisted. I have to I have to make a little correction. I am wrong about some things. Oh, 2007 okay. was a bit of a tech boom. Oh, okay. iPhone was rolled out for the first time. Uh-huh. So that's a big deal. Uh-huh. Um, a bunch of other things happened as you, well in terms you, of like video games. I'm making sure that the mic is clear of any interference. You were wrong. I was right. Okay, I'm done. Now there's just like dead silence because you don't want to admit it. You're just the, sitting the here with like out, a pen. We came out and that kind of yeah. changed how it revolutionized the video game industry. Yeah, and game console. Yeah. So yeah, um, I liked, I liked that Netflix streaming. Villain was moving with the times. You had cyber terrorism in this one. You had a good villain all on his own. He didn't even have to be a cyber terrorist. To, you could tell he was a bad guy. I appreciated that. Um, I like that he went after his family, which brings you back to the you first you one. I think you should appreciate it too. Why don't you appreciate these references to the first one like you do in the third one? You appreciate the references in the third one because they connect to the first one. Why don't you appreciate the I references in the fourth? Because a good movie is not somebody turning around and telling you what happened in a better movie. That's not what a good movie is. Then why do you like the third one? The third one? Yeah. It has a standalone story that's brilliant. The whole storyline between him... It doesn't have Sam- a standalone story. The third one relies on the first one okay. in order for you only to understand the, the story. Only for the villain backstory. Only for the villain's backstory. And you're focused only on the villain. If you take, if you plug in a different villain and, like, whatever, and just put somebody else in there, the movie still stands up on its own without... It's better because you have, like, motivation from that villain. That makes it a better movie. But even if you just plugged in any old guy, you, you're the villain. We could plug you in. For no apparent reason, you just want to blow shit up. That's perfectly fine, and that movie still works. It would be better because you have that other villain in it. But it's still a good movie. Like, there's momentum. It's well-paced. The story writing is good. The dialogue between the two characters, the acting performances from Samuel L. Jackson, the whole, like, concept of them not really being friends with each other. Kevin and Smith is also they... in the fourth one, I just realized. Yeah, Kevin Smith is in the fourth yes. movie. And there you go! So I'm not just like a hardcore Kevin Smith fan and I'm like, I love whatever he does. No, I am saying right now that I do not like the fourth one because it is, it plays loosey-goosey with the whole Die Hard thing. It's, it's like, it's any old generic movie, slap a paint and steal a name. They, that's what I feel like. They slapped on the Die Hard name. So any old cop could more. have done this, but John McClane was who they hired. They just yeah, they took the John McClane name. Yeah. With no no consideration. Okay. Anyone could have done it. It could have been a Sylvester Stallone movie, if, and we call him Phil McCracken. Oh, like that would have been. <laughs> I feel like you need to at least dye his hair red for that. Um. Oh, but okay. Uh. So you're not twisted. I'm not twisted. Same old. Same old. Um, what do you mean same old, same old? I usually fold like a deck of cards. You liar. You Once again, you are lying to yourself. Okay. Anyway, I'm either way, Chris Brown, if yeah. you're on Chelsea's side, go I watch Zack and Mary. Second chance and if you're on my chance. side, go watch Live Free or Die Hard. Watch the three before if you want to. The fourth one, you don't need the others. But and apparently why? because and it's so loosey-goosey, 
Uh, it's like any old action movie. Yeah. You know, if you just go watch it. And I like it. action movies. Like, like, don't don't get me wrong. I love action movies. You have a better opinion than me. I'm then. a huge <laughs> fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger. I love action movies. So right Another there, thing, you'll probably have to twist me on another time. Oh my god. I have to twist you on everything, though, with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Is there any movies you like of his? I love you, I, I don't like Arnie. I don't like... You don't like Arnie what? Schwarzenegger. You don't like him? You know, Arnold. As a person. Yeah. I don't well, like him as a person. I don't particularly like him as an actor. <laughs> I think he should have stuck any- to bodybuilding. Have you ever seen anything he's been in? I saw Terminator and I fell asleep. And then tried oh. again and I fell asleep again. One or two? One. Have you tried two? I couldn't get through one. Why would I watch two? Because I can kind of recap really quickly what one's about. For anyway. Um, They're both good. One, I two watched Jingle All one. the Way. Eh. Uh, I watched Kindergarten Cop when I was younger. Eh. Uh, one of my favorite things to do, ironically, is to quote him, and that's just because it made everyone laugh, and that was the, Total you know, it's a, it's a golf ball size Tuma. Yeah. That I'm was a Total it. Recall. No. I love everything Arnold's done. Comedy no. and, and action. It's all a big... Really? For me. You don't like yeah. Total Recall? I don't it's know great. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Oh, I think he should have stuck lies. to the, the um, bodybuilding. True Lies. That's both comedy and action. I haven't seen True Lies. <gasps> I love Jamie Lee, but I don't oh think that's enough. Oh my god! You haven't seen True Lies? How have you not seen True Lies? Anyway, before we get distracted, happy birthday, Justin Long. Yes, happy birthday, if Justin Long. If you are Long. listening, we'd I love, love you to be you on here. As a, poor, as a gay porn star. I, I would love nothing I love him. you as an actor. You just Chelsea love him. took it a step farther. You just love him. Specifically catering to a role, so yeah. I hope you like that role, because she loves it. Oh um, my god. Go a whole movie. Make a whole movie. You know how they did Get Him to the Greek? Based on forgetting Are you emotion? telling me you want a whole a spin-off whole movie. from Zach and Mary? Yes. Just for Justin his... Long's character? Yes. Oh my god. I would love nothing more. Anyway, hope you enjoyed oh god, the yeah. episode. Go watch Dodgeball, a true underdog story. Go watch Zach and Mary make a <laughs> the porno. One thing we and agree on. go watch the Die Hard series. You can skip the fifth one though, having seen it. Oh, does that one not get the uh, no, it doesn't. stamp of approval? Oh, Chelsea. Fourth one, good. Fifth one, no. Bad. I, well, bad, you know what? Bad, I, I bad. Will, I will partially agree with you. You haven't even fourth, seen it. Hold on. Fourth one, good. Fourth one, not good. No. But I have seen it. Fifth one, so bad that I said no. You don't even know who's in it. You know. Yeah, his son. His son. You is know it. it's supposed to be his son, but you don't even know who the actor is. I, Whenever I see him, all I think of is Divergent, by the way. Doesn't matter. I left. I left. I said, but yeah. enough of that. Um, point is, go watch Die Hard up to the fourth Ugh. one. After that, whether or not you want to continue, entirely your choice. Um, hope you have a good day. Enjoy our episode. And we'll be talking to you again next week. Happy birthday, Justin Long. Bye. Bye.